strictly weights With Bert and Hayes We lift the weights and go on dates And we are mates that educate and conversate And it's our podcast! Weekly Weights with Alex and Will Welcome to episode 63 of Weekly Weights. I'm Alex Hayes. With me is Will Berkman. What up, what up, what up? I'm trialing a new mic technique this week, by the way, because my sound's been cutting in and out a lot. So I'm now hunched over my desk, microphone basically in my mouth. I'm hoping for great things. What do you reckon, Alex? Well, you look like an idiot, so I hope it makes the podcast better. Let's hope it pays off. I'm so glad this isn't a video podcast. I look like an absolute knobhead right now. (laughs) All right. What are we talking about? So we're going to do a little recap on uh, Powerlifting Australia's national championships over the weekend. Excellent. And just like last year, we've elected not to do it in the order of weight classes or in the order that things happened on the weekend, both because we think it's fucking rude to tune into a podcast only to hear us talk about you, and also because we don't want to... um, we don't want to make any particular weight class feel privileged or less privileged. So instead, we're going to do it in completely random order. I've written down the weight classes, and next to them, I've randomly allocated numbers from 1 to 16. Alex, you get to guess the numbers 1 to 16, and I'll tell you which weight class that corresponds to. You ready? I'm ready, but before we start, yeah, we should mention that they changed the format of nationals this year. <laughs> so in the past, how many years has it been invite only? I don't know. can't remember. A maybe while. Like, maybe like five years or so. It's been um, invite only at an expo. Whereas this time it was open to anyone who hit a B-grade qualifying total, which is, you know, not very high. What's that correspond to in Wilkes-ish? Like um, 370 or something? Nah, or not even mu- that much. Much, much less than that. Really? Yeah, like in the low 300s, high 290s. Like. Oh, okay. So it's very, very attainable. Yeah. Um, and I was actually surprised that there wasn't more competitors this year. Well, I think in my experience talking to my clients, many who would meet easily, if it's if it's a 290 Wilkes, many who would easily meet that mark still don't want to go to nationals because they consider nationals to be a prestigious competition for people who are out there looking to win, which in some respects it is, so making it invite-only is great. Um, but in other respects, if you do want to make it more participational, perhaps even just if we got enough competitors, like having sort of a top flight a top flight group for each weight category, say, and then like, you know, a lesser group would make it more participational, if that makes sense. Yeah, I was kind of hoping that for particularly the uh, more popular weight classes, like the middle middle weight classes, both genders, um, that there would be like even a whole session dedicated to one class. Yeah, but then do you think we could... I don't know that we could have actually gotten through a huge amount more competition in the weekend that we had. Yeah, I guess we would have... We might have to look at adding a Thursday or whatever. Yeah, at which point it might become untenable for some people to attend and then the numbers might drop back yeah. to where it is. I mean, it was only six sessions over the weekend. Yeah. Um, including bench only. So, you know, like definitely room for more people to be added. But that being said, there were quite a few good competitors who didn't come this year and we'll get to them when we get to the respective classes. Yeah. So on that note, pick a number between 1 and 16. 11. 11. Oh, okay. Women's under 53 kilogram class. Okay. You seem excited by this one. I'm excited by this one. So the women's under 53 kilogram class was run on Friday evening. Um, and it was taken out, perhaps unsurprisingly, by Elizabeth Craven. 
who we've had on the podcast episode oh, seven, I think. Really, I think it was pretty early. No, Wilkes was seven, yeah. eight, yeah, something like that. Um, anyway, Liz Craven, one of Australia's best and best known powerlifters, she took out the weight class um, with a nine for nine performance. Uh, coached on the day by yours truly. Woo! Um, we'll come back to talking about her, um, but filling out the weight class, we had we had a total of seven competitors. Coming in second was Stacey Rogers, um, coached by JP. Uh, Sandra, do you know where Sandra Olcom's from? No. Um, so we had Sandra in third, Vinning Mack in fourth, Carrie DeGroote, I presume related to Pamela DeGroote? Yeah, that's Pamela's mum. Oh, cool. Um, in fifth. Pamela's mum. Oh, wow. 1952 birth year. Respect. So she came fifth at nationals. That's great. Then I'm going to absolutely butcher this. We had Yuck Lam Sang um, in sixth and Chen Lu Lee in seventh. Um, So Liz won with a 412 kilo total at 52.85. That gave her a Wilkes score of 507.2, which is incredibly good. She ended up just being narrowly pipped um, for best lifter by one other lifter, who we'll address. But that's an incredibly good total, world-class at that level, so it's not surprising that she won. Stacy was the standout of the other competitors, um, obviously coming in second. Stacy totaled 360, which is still a 449 Wilkes, Wilkes score. So 360 is an incredibly good total at under 53. That Liz was able to total 412 is incredible. All the more so because... I want to say eight weeks ago, she fell over in a squat rack, broke her hand, and had to have surgery on her thumb. So she was only back training for about four weeks, four or five weeks prior to the competition with a lot of serious accommodations made to get her there. Um, So that's pretty impressive. What do you think about that, Alex? Oh, Alex is pointing at his leg. Prior to that, she had, I think, a skin cancer removed from her leg and was also not training for about another four-week period. So she basically had four weeks off leg training, then two sets of one session back on um, for full training before she fell over, and then another however many weeks off, and then four weeks on, came to Nationals, Wilkes 507. Pretty cool. Alex, what do you think? Yeah, I think the standout moment of this comp was Liz's last deadlift, and um, her second attempt was 170, Mm -hmm. and she asked both of us what we think she should put on and I said what's your best and she said 185 and I said do 186 and she was like nah and you were like nah and then we asked Robert and Rob was like 186 so a bit more context Liz said to me in the lead up to the comp she wanted to just turn up and have fun she was actually quite anxious that Stacy might beat her um, which obviously looking at the scores doesn't look at all likely but having not lifted as much as she had been not lifting over the couple of months that was a concern so up until up until that final deadlift, we had basically chosen attempts on the basis of what I thought she could lift comfortably. And so 170 was a very comfortable second. Um, I would have been happy for her to take 180 just to get a 9 for 9 day and, you know, go home happy. But yeah, with the previous best of 185, 186 would also or was also for an Australian deadlift record. Um, she'd had to swap which hand was her underhand when deadlifting because the thumb that she'd broken couldn't wrap around the bar correctly. So she'd had to alter her deadlift technique and was a bit wobbly. And at the sort of last minute, we decided to make her go do 186. She agreed to it, got excited, and what happened? She pulled it. She pulled it. That was actually very surprising to me. I thought, 
I had in my head that she was 50-50 for it. Just like, as in, I thought she might be strong enough, but that it might just be a bridge too far given everything. So it was pretty cool champion mindset. The whole crowd loved it. It was awesome. Um, and it was a nice way for her to also sort of stamp herself as being back on the platform and performing well. So that's pretty cool for Liz. Yeah, that was a very cool moment for sure. And um, I guess Stacy is a, another really, really good lifter who lifted in this class, but was just outclassed by um, by Liz. So what was her total? 360 at 53. Very good, 449. So like yeah, that would have come third in the class above. So yeah, really, really formidable performance from Stacy as well. Yeah, I think we'll just run through Stacy. Stacy squatted 135 on her second attempt and missed 140. I didn't actually see that attempt. She also benched 68 and then missed 70 and then went three for three on her deadlifts, pulling 157 for her third. So 135, 68, and 157, all very respectable lifts. Um, had she nailed those other two, another seven kilos on her total, wouldn't have taken her up to competing with Liz, but it would have taken her well north of a 450 Wilkes. So really solid performance. And then there was a pretty nice tight cluster um, for third and fourth. And then fifth through seventh were also, you know, pretty close and competitive. So, so all in all, pretty good class. That was on Friday night. So that was a nice start to the competition. Anything more to add there, Alex? No, let's go to the next one. All right, pick a number. One to 16, 11's out. Eight. Eight, 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 eight. Oh. Men's 62 kilo class. I know we said we weren't going to do this in, in the order that it occurred, but so far we have. The men's 62 kilo class. Okay. So we had two lifters in the 62 class. We had Pearson So from JPS and Kartik Ganesh from... He's from New South Wales, but I don't know where exactly he trains. No, he doesn't have a birth year either, really. We don't know much about Kartik. Um, so Pearson won with a total of 530 at 6125 which gave him a Wilk score of 443, which is very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, he made two squats, three benches, and I think that was a, actually a bench national record, 136-62. I think so. More than Burke. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> and he made his final deadlift of 229. So good performance there from Pearson. And Kartik was actually quite a way behind him. Um he actually almost bombed and stayed in the competition with his last squat. In fact, he went up on both his squats having missed. I'm not sure. He must have missed on depth or something. He missed the rack command on the first one and then the depth and then depth on the second one. Right. And then I actually ran out and helped him on his third and made sure he listened to all the calls. So he was uncoached? He had no he had no coach there, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, pretty cool to get there get up there on the national stage, uncoached, register a total. Um, I believe that was his second competition. Oh, wow. Um, I'm pretty sure I refed his first one. Oh, cool. Um, we Let's just chat about Pearson quickly. So, previously, he's a lifter with a lot of promise. Previously, he's he's bombed a couple of meets, hasn't he? And he's missed a lot of lifts in competition. Yeah, he he bombed last year on squats, actually. Yeah. Um, when he was going to be close to giving Ray a bit of a challenge last year. Raymond Wong. Yeah, Raymond yeah. Wong. So it's kind of it's nice to see him making what was it seven from nine lifts, and only missing his third squat, which you'd have to presume was on strength, um, having taken a ten kilo jump, and then yeah, missing his first deadlift, I presume again on a technicality or something, but actually registering a really solid total and looking like living up to his potential. So that's great. Yeah, five thirty at sixty two is very promising. Four forty three wheels, really and good. Yeah, he's young too. He's only twenty five, so big things to come. Bright future. All right. Pick another number. One. 
Number one. Oh, women's 48. You are... Gone have you seen my piece of paper? I have not seen your piece of paper. It's actually... It's getting a bit uncanny. Okay, women's 48. Um, story of the day, in my opinion, is Wendy Chan, um, who won. She won pretty convincingly. Wendy's also one of the best lifters in Australia, reasonably reasonably well-known. Um, she's also pretty young. I'm surprised. She's 25 years old. She totaled 370, um, which ended up meaning she she won the competition by 31 kilos. She wilks 494.6. So that's an extremely solid performance from Wendy. Um, but coming in behind her was Pamela de Groot, um, who I mentioned earlier. She totaled 339, which is, again, incredible, 449 wilks. So, you know, on par with Stacey Rogers' performance coming second in the 53-kilo class. Really solid performance from both of them. And then we had a few other lifters running up between third and fifth who were all quite close to each other as well. So we'll quickly run through maybe Wendy and Pamela and then talk about the other three. Sure. All right, so Wendy missed her opening squat at 128 kilos, then made it on her second, squatted 132 on her third. She was warming up and she was taking a lot of warm-ups very close to what her squat opener was. Um, I'm not quite sure what the rationale for that was necessarily. It's a little bit unusual, but um, I'm not I'm not certain why she missed her opener. Did you see it? Yeah, her opener was on depth. Okay. Um, the warm-up strategy is one that her and Arif both use. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they'll do seven or eight warm-ups to get to their opener. Yep. And their last two will be quite close to their opener. I'm not really too sure why. I have to ask Arif why they do that. It might... But seems to work for both of them. Might just be a nerves managing thing or something because... You know, I don't. I wouldn't feel it's necessary to do that many squats myself, but I could imagine that if you had handled your opener, this sounds silly. If you handle it in the warm-up room, then I'm sure getting on the platform doing it would be more comfortable. Maybe. Um, anyway, whatever they happened to do that, they got their second and third squat in, which is good. She was three for three on benches, benching 71, 74, and then 76. So 76 kilo bench at under 48 is incredible. And then she deadlifted 150, 157, and then 162. So again, 162 kilo deadlift at under 48 kilos. Really, really impressive. That would have been the second best deadlift in the 58s um, and the third best deadlift in the under 64 kilo class. So very, very impressive. Oh, sorry. I, what I said about the 64s is wrong. But <laughs> but still, yeah, very, very impressive lifting. Um, and an 8 for 9 performance having just missed the first squat. Um, Pamela... Also been around a while. Very good lifter. She's won best lifter at top lifter a few times, hasn't she? Yeah, a couple of times. She likes to come down to Sydney and compete. Um, where's she from? I think she's from the Gold Coast. Okay. But I think she used to be from country New South Wales. Do we know who trains her? I know the guy's face, but I don't know his name. Okay. Um, anyway, she was, she was eight for nine. She got three of three squats, ending with 118 kilos. Two of three benches. She benched 76 and missed 79, and she deadlifted 145. Do you know why she missed her final bench? I didn't see that one. No. Okay. Um, either way, really solid performance. Eight for nine. Didn't leave much on the platform, evidently, and totaled 339, 449 Wilkes points. So really good. Yeah, so she competed, um, I believe it was in March, at Top Lifter, and she actually competed a class up. So I think she was about... Two and a half kilos overweight. Mm-hmm. And she actually beat her total at nationals from there. Oh, wow. So that was a very good performance from Pamela. Yeah, that's cool. Um, in third and fourth, we had Valentina Duong from City Strength and Magdalena Wahab from Lift Performance Center, who I coach. 
Um, and they were very neck and neck the whole competition. Valentina had a um, fifth, a 14 kilo advantage on subtotal, uh, but Mags was a little bit heavier, so she had to out deadlift her by 15 to win or to win the bronze medal. Mm-hmm. Um, and the openers were actually set 15 kilos apart, so we were up for a good battle um, going into deadlifts. So I think Valentina opened with 110, is that right? Yes. And Mags was 125. So after the openers, um, Mags was in the lead for third. And then we just matched their jumps. And unfortunately, Mags missed her final deadlift at 141, which would have been a three and a half kilo PB. Uh, it was just stuck just above the knee. Yeah. Very, very close. But, you know, great, great effort from Mags. Eight for nine day. And I think nine for nine from Valentina. It was nine for nine. So really good lifting from both of those ladies. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. And then rounding out the group, we had Holly Kempton. Um, fifth, she went 90, 51, and 132 for a 273 kilo total. That's 365 Wilkes points. So she was within touch of third and fourth, um, but not quite there this year. She, yeah, I don't know much about Holly. Do you know? Holly's from NSPC. Okay. So she's coached by Simon Bergner. Um, she writes vegan cookbooks. Oh, there you go. Okay. Fun cool. fact. Yeah, so she had a couple of misses. I think she missed her first squat on depth. Yeah, so she missed her first squat on depth, took a five kilo jump, and then made her next two squats. Missed her final bench off a two kilo jump, and missed her final deadlift off an eight kilo jump. So if she had made a couple more lifts, she might have been in with a sniff for the bronze, but probably not the day she was after. No. Okay. Pick another number. One to sixteen. What's out? One eight and eleven. Is that right? Yeah. One eight. Yeah. Uh, Good memory. Five, five, five. Okay. Finally. <laughs> Big, someone big? 94 kilo men's. Oh, the Burke. Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> me. Okay. <laughs> Guys, strap yourselves in for a solid hour of Will-centric chat. Um, 94 kilo men's class was on Sunday morning and it was taken out narrowly <laughs> by Matt Bartholomew, who totaled 748 kilos, which is only 73 kilos more than whoever came second. Whoever that was. Whoever that was. Um Really solid day from Matt. So Matt, obviously training at Paragon. He's coached by Andrew Tang of Obsidian. Um, he had 468 Wilkes points to his name. He squatted 280, benched 178, and pulled 290. And I reckon he had a little bit in the tank on the squat and bench press. He had absolutely nothing in the tank on the deadlift. But um, but just terrific performance. No one was even coming close to him. That was that was very impressive to see. Yeah. So huge PBs. Um, in the squat and the deadlift in particular for Matt um, and a little PB I think half a kilo actually for bench mm-hmm. uh, half a kilo or three kilos I think, I, half, I think half a kilo I think half a kilo no wait no didn't he bench 172 and a half and then miss 177 last time yeah but he did 175 at nationals <laughs> last year I think it was a three kilo PB on bench Either way, uh, he PB'd all three lifts, didn't he? And yeah. He, his total PB was like 19 kilos or something like that. No, it was tw- or 27 and a half. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm. So his best total previously was 720 and a half, mm-hmm. which was that junior nationals last year. So you'd say he was lucky to beat me, considering <laughs> how good of a day he had. Well, he absolutely killed it. Um, <laughs> he couldn't have done any better yeah, on he, the day. He absolutely killed it. Great attempt selection from Tang and um, excellent execution from Matty. I think we're going to see Matt Bartholomew, the documentary, um, after Nationals sooner or later as yeah, well. There because there was sweet content being filmed. There was a the lot of content being created, and you'll probably see me in the background making lewd gestures and stuff in a lot of it. <laughs> trolling. <laughs> I was trolling a lot. Trying to, trying to get in his head obviously didn't work. Yeah, I remember. Okay, um, shout out Matt. 
prior to nationals, I was telling Alex I could so easily troll Matt into making him bomb just because I knew he took everything you know pretty seriously, and he was absolutely sanguine out the back. He was laughing, he was chatting, he was friendly, he was wishing everybody all the best. He was watching his friends with enthusiasm. I was like, shit, this guy's he's got a solid mental game, so I'm gonna have to step it up next time if I wanna if I wanna nuke him upstairs. What do you think, Alex? Just dirty underhanded tactics next next nationals. I think you'd actually have to like deliberately injure him to take him out. <laughs> I think so. His, his wine's a bit strong. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the rest of the class. Okay, the important bit. So there was um, four lifters below Matt who were all in with a shot at winning second. And unfortunately, Arif, who was coaching Wendy Chan, boyfriend of Wendy Chan, um, didn't make weight. So that left three people to duke it out for second. Arif's best total being 700 on the dot, right? Yeah. Yeah. So but that was a while ago and he's had a few injuries. So, you know, he would have been, you know, up near there. Yeah. So Arif was probably the favorite to take second. Um, and then there was the guy sitting next to me, Will Berkman. What up? There was um, Nima Panahi from, I think he's from Melbourne. He was coached by Trent Ross on the day. Um, and Ben Polk, who's... P-A-O-G. He's been in it for a long time. Bench Polkov. Bench Polkov. Yes. So there was those four guys, sorry, three guys battling for second. And after um, after squats, uh, let's have a look here. After squats, Nima had a five kilo lead on Will, who had a t- 13 kilo lead. Uh, sorry. Yeah, 13. No, no, no. He made his third. Oh. Eight kilo lead on Ben. So... Mm-hmm. All within 12 kilos on squats. Um, and then after bench, Will was actually like in seventh, <laughs> unfortunately. That's so weird. Bench just let me down on the day. <laughs> so Will was in seventh on bench. Uh, Nima was in second place and Ben was in third place. Mm-hmm. So after opening deadlifts, uh, Will's deadlift put him into fourth. That sounds about correct. Yep. So Will went from 7th to 4th, Ben's position didn't change, and Nima's position didn't change. So it was now Will 4th, uh, Ben 3rd, and Nima 2nd. So we put Will's 2nd deadlift into leapfrog Ben on body weight, um, and put him into the bronze medal position. Um, and unfortunately, Nima missed his 2nd deadlift, Ben got his, and the order between Ben and Will had shifted, so it was now Nima in 2nd, Will in 3rd, and and in fourth. Mm-hmm. So we had a couple options here. Um, coaching Will. I think Ben took a three kilo jump. Is that right? Yeah, he did. He went from 258 to 261. And he unfortunately missed. So that meant that all we had to play for was waiting on whether Nima made his third and deciding whether we match that or we just go for a PB. Mm-hmm. So Nima actually missed his third, which meant we put it in 296. Um, to pip Neymar on body weight and Will Berkman came second yeah so suck on that everyone <laughs> <laughs> um, no I, def- I definitely got quite lucky on the day or like jokes aside if you look at so Nima 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 he unfortunately what was he four for nine um you know, with one or two more made attempts, I think he would have had second well and truly in the bag. Really, really strong. Young as well, 1996 birth year. So oh, very young. 23 years old. Trent said that he didn't coach him. So I think he might be currently coachless. Um, 
but ex- like huge potential as a lifter. Even just in the warm up room, you could tell he had you know, a lot of just raw strength. So I'm sure if he can sort of polish off his performance a little bit more, he'll be you know scraping right up at the top end very soon. And then obviously Ben's been around a long time, um, has a monster bench, wasn't quite there for him on the day. Um, and then, you know, unfortunately that just meant that he wasn't able to make up the distance on his other lifts. But I think, you know, with the misses that the, those two had, I was lucky to get through having also missed a third squat for myself. I think on the back of my training, I would have hoped to, I squatted 245. Um, I would have hoped to squat 10 kilos more, possibly even a little more than that. And then that would have put me in much better contention with them had they made their lifts. But having missed that squat, all they really had to do was make their lifts for me to be pretty well out of it. So so I got quite lucky, and then it was obviously nice to cap the day off with a deadlift PB. Um, that was good fun. It was pretty hype. Yeah, that was very hype. That was probably my favorite moment of the weekend. It was good fun. My back's very sore. Mine um, is too. Yeah, deadlifts. Don't do them. Um, anyway, so rounding out the 94 class was Randolph Strickland in 5th, Shea Kerwell in 6th, Matt McKay in 7th, and Tyler Seabrook in 8th. So, Randy, coached by Alex. Um, is this his third competition? Second. Second competition. Wow. So, 238, 153, 250 for a 641 total. Did very well. He missed his opening squat on depth. Um, came back and nailed it. And then after that, he was... Um, oh, in fact, he took 10 kilo jump after missing on depth. And, yeah, nailed every other lift, so did well. Um, I don't know Shay or Matthew. Was Shay the one that Woody was helping out? No, that's Matt. That's Matt. Um yeah, can't say I know Shay. And then Tyler is coached by Anthony Krisner. Yeah, they own um, Apex together. Apex oh, okay. Palacing. Cool. Um, yeah, anyway, I don't really have a whole lot more to say about them as blokes. They were all lovely. But um, Shay went 220, 154, and 253 for 627. Matthew went 212, 166, 217, and passed on his third deadlift um, for 595. And then Tyler went 213-144, 217, and he narrowly missed his third deadlift. So he ended up with a 574-kilo total. Um, he, yeah. So, yeah, that's that. Cool. Next class. All right. So pick another number, 1 to 16. Two. Oh, 58-kilo <laughs> 58 women. I'll let you take this one. Okay, 58-kilo women was won by the untouchable Jess Sewastenko of Athletes Authority. Um, so I mentioned earlier that Liz Craven was beaten to best lifter by somebody else. That was Jess. Jess totaled 435 kilos at 56.5 kilos for 508 Wilkes points, which is an incredible performance. Um, she squatted 148 kilograms. She benched 91 kilograms and deadlifted 196. She pulled 196 because that's exactly what she needed to take best lifter because she competed after after Liz. But just in case you thought that was a fluke, on Monday, she went and deadlifted 210 kilograms in training, um, albeit with bumper plates and straps. But pretty safe to say she's she's about the best female lifter in Australia right now. What and she did 200 for a double after that as well. What? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so Jess, we've mentioned on the podcast. She's actually before. insane. She is a bit loopy, but she's certainly strong. Um, had a very good performance. I didn't see why she missed her final squat. Um, did you? Yeah, it was just a little heavy. Just a little heavy. Yeah, like a pretty high sticking point. Right. Well, you know, 
Can't blame her for that. 153 at 56.5 is no joke. So, anyway, great performance from Jess. No one was even getting close to her. 508 Wilkes points. And that's your best female lifter. Coming in second was Chrissy Dask, coached by me, formerly coached by Alex. Um, She missed her third squat. So, opened at 122, squatted it fantastically, went to 130, squatted it very well. And we went to 134, which was to take a small PB. And unfortunately, just slightly mis-executed that one. Um, and then after that, she managed to make all the rest of her lifts on the day, although she did slightly tweak her back on that squat. So she benched 85, deadlifted 156, came away with a 371 kilogram total for 426 Wilkes points. Who Wilkes more, me or Chrissy? I think uh, you did 427. Sucked in, Chrissy. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, all in all, had a pretty reasonably good day. Um, didn't quite pull out PBs on anything. She equal PB'd her bench. But, you know, coming off that squat miss, she had a pretty good day. And she was very, very comfortably in second place. The battle for third was close. Um, we had Jasmine Knowles. This was actually an interesting weight class for another reason, by the way, is that there were two lifters whose names were Jasmine who tended to follow each other on two of the lifts they followed each other on bench and on deadlifts so that was interesting so jasmine knowles um who is coached by i don't know um squatted 131 benched 77 and pulled 145 for 353 kilos she was neck and neck with caitlin mccurry who is coached by jp of the strength fortress she squatted 118 um benched 75 and then deadlifted 156 um, she totaled 349, and JP has, after the fact, said that he actually he actually sort of did a little bit of dodgy maths in changing her final deadlift because he wanted her to pull for what would have been third. Um, did the wrong maths. She still pulled her third deadlift successfully um, for a PB, but it wasn't quite enough to jump her up um, to what she needed to beat Jasmine. Did JP actually do the wrong maths? Yeah, he posted about it on his Instagram. He I said that's that. he said. He said, the biggest mistake I've made in my coaching career. And if I that's the biggest mistake that. you've made in your coaching career, taking somebody from fourth to third in a nationals on one deadlift attempt, only slight mathematical error. That's well, she, yeah, good. she would have needed 161. I, yeah, I don't think that she would have made it in all honesty, would've but you never close, know. Yeah. Would have um, been close. She's a very, very good deadlifter. Um, then, yeah, the other Jasmine, Jasmine Higgs, um, totaled 332. And then... Below her, there was another little cluster of Jane Marshall, Tracy Keogh, and Sarah Walter. Now, if I've got this correct, Tracy is Matthew Tinson's mum. Correct. So, Matt Tinson, one of the best under 77 kilo lifters um, of last year, unfortunately broke his arm terribly not far out from nationals, wasn't able to compete. If you haven't seen it, go to tino.lifts on Instagram. He's posted the video. It's so bad. It's heinous. And make sure you watch noise. it with the sound on. Yeah, the noise of him breaking his arm while bench pressing is awful. That's one of the reasons I bench so little, actually. You're scared. Injury prevention. Fearful. <laughs> I'm terrified after that. I'm terrified of my own strength. So Tracy was in there, and she was actually looking to take out what I think was a Masters 2 or something bench press record. She needed 62 kilos. Unfortunately missed it. Um, but, you know, she still put up... A Decent total, um, coming in seventh. And then eighth was Sarah Waitzer, who I don't know. Do you know who coaches Sarah? No, I don't. Okay. Um, yeah, and that's the 58-kilo class. 
We're cool. going to take a very quick break and come right back. Yes. All right, we're back on air. It's Weekly Weights, episode 60-something. Three. 63. Will Berkman with me is Alex Hayes, who knows the numbers. Hello. And speaking of numbers, pick another one between 1 and 16. 16. Hmm. Oh, 77 kilo men. Uh, this is a good one. This is a good one. All right. So before we mention who actually lifted, mm-hmm. we should mention who didn't lift. <laughs> yeah, well, we started that. Yeah, so last year's winner, Sam Skeppis, had to withdraw a couple of weeks out with a back injury, which is pretty disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was waiting until the absolute last minute to pull out because he was hopeful that he could compete. And um, it would have been really good to see him up there because, you know, obviously it would have made the competition better. Um, last year's second place... Matt Tinton, as we spoke about a little bit earlier, broke his arm. Mm-hmm. I think three weeks out. Yeah. Yeah. Close to comp weeks out. Yeah. Um, I think three. And last year's third place, Alvin Lim, I think got a hernia. I thought Alvin was studying medicine in Queensland and he couldn't get the time off. I think he also got a hernia. Okay. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. Well, he mostly studies medicine and has a minor also hernia. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he wasn't there either. So the top three from last year weren't there. Uh, last year's fourth place, Joey was there. Last year's fifth place, JP was there. And last year's sixth place, Chad was supposed to be there. But what happened with Chad, Will? So Chad, who has been doing his training out of Lift Performance Center, is uncoached. Um, used to train at SSG in Brisbane. Brisbane? Yep. Yeah, um... Chad has been training the house down at slightly above 77 kilograms. Um, Closer to 85, yeah. Closer to 85. And unfortunately, he wasn't able to make weight on the day. I think he was about a kilo and a bit heavy when he showed up on the morning of Wayne's and sauntered like a madman, but wasn't quite able to make weight. How much was he over by when it he closed? He was still 700 grams over when Wayne closed. Yeah, so... pretty disappointing yeah that is a bit of a pity for chad um his training had been going really good so alex and i had both penciled him in as the favorite to take the class out chad has the world powerlifting bench world record at under 77 kilos he's also a very strong squatter and his deadlift is certainly starting to get pretty respectable as well um so yeah it would have been really great to see him lift unfortunately wasn't able to make weight and you know maybe with some better planning next time he'll be up there yeah, so his last total at the Sydney Fitness Show was 682, which was nine kilos over the eventual winner. So yeah. it certainly would have been a closer competition um, had Chad been there. Anyway, all of that said, let's talk about the... Oh, and actually, we had one more lift and miss weight. Uh, while two we're more. So we had one of John Paul's lifters, mm. Henry, missed mm. weight. Was there another one? There was another one. Okay, I don't know who that no, was. No, I, I don't know his name. Well, unfortunately, they're not on the score sheet. Um but yeah, I was actually penciled in to help handle Henry and then he um, failed to make weight. So, so that's a shame. Um, yeah, so there was there was supposed to be seven in the 77s. There was actually supposed to be 10 until the other three guys that we already spoke about um, had pulled out. So then that that came down to seven. Um, then three of them didn't make weight, so that left four. Um, and in the 58 class, there was eight and they were supposed to be in two separate groups in the same session. Mm. So because there was only now four... Um, they had to bunch them all together. And the 77s thought they were lifting in Group A and they only found out about half an hour before that they were due to lift pretty much ASAP. Yeah. So that did that really affect warm-ups at all, Will? Because you were out the back handling. It did very much affect warm-ups and it actually, it was 
and it wasn't just tough for the 77 kilo guys. Um, it was probably tougher in some ways for the 58s um, because just getting their warm-ups done became harder and harder. Um, so in the warm-up area, there was one there was one Samtech rack. So Samtech being the racks that were being used in competition. Um, there was one of them on a carpeted floor and then a bunch of other racks that were on the slightly slipperier weightlifting floor. Um, and so getting a bar, particularly for things like bench press where your feet weren't slipping and squat to a degree as well, um, getting a bar where your feet weren't slipping was difficult. And so particularly for the girls, as they're approaching their final warm-ups, if there were guys trying to do, say, you know, a whatever it happened to be, a 190, 210 kilo warm-up squat, if a girl wanted to then strip the bar back to 110, um, made the prospect a lot more difficult. But yes, it definitely did make warm-ups harder, having that many lifters in the room and competing for limited, really, like limited good equipment. It made things harder. Um, yeah. So, okay, let's go back to the guys who actually did compete in the 77. So, we had four. So, in fourth was Daniel Taylor. He was a little bit away from the top three, who we'll focus on um, for the majority. So, the top three were John Paul Kauke in first place, coached by Will. Um, Christoph Ang in second place, uh, coached by Robert Wilkes. And Joey Zingini in third place, coached online by Bryce Lewis, who we've had on the show, who was being handled by uh, Susanna. Susanna. His girlfriend. Yep. Um, so we have Joey, who's a really well-rounded lifter, good at all three lifts. We had Christoph, good bench, good deadlift, a little bit below the other two on the squad. And we had JP, great squat, mediocre bench, and great deadlift. So it was kind of a bit of a interesting competition with a little bit of give and take. Mm. Um, do you want to explain about how the attempt selection came into it, Will? Um, well, in JP's instance, we were very confident that he, were we able to just position him to do so, that he could deadlift pretty well whatever he would need to to win. So for his squat and his bench press, the idea was more or less just to give him a buffer. So make sure he made all three lifts on both, um, be somewhat conservative on his thirds, but but certainly not so conservative that we we added to the deadlift. So... His previous best squat in competition was 250 kilos. Um, he actually did a 250 in training that was you know, it was pretty tough, um, not too far out, and he ended up squatting 253 on the platform. And it was a tough squat, but with you know a couple of kilos in reserve, um, that we didn't really do that with any reference to what the other two were doing because we knew he was going to squat the most in the group. And then for bench press, the goal was honestly just get three benches. So you know he'd had a slight shoulder niggle prior to the competition um, and it really flared up in the last sort of week or so and so yeah our goal was basically just just get three um, you know we ended up benching 134 which is actually a one and a half kilo competition PB um, but again we picked 134 as opposed to five or six on the basis of thinking that him having to deadlift maybe four kilos less was better than him um, going for 136 in the hope of pulling two less and actually having to pull six more, if that makes sense. Yep. Um, yeah, but we didn't really make any great adjustments on the basis of what the others did. So I think an interesting part of this competition is if we look at their weigh-ins, um, JP was actually the lightest for the first time ever weighing of the three, weighing in at 76.85, so only 150 grams under the weight class. Um, Christoph was 76.9 and Joey was 76.95. So they were all within 100 grams of each other, um, which made for... It's very interesting attempt selection towards the end. Mm-hmm. And um, after second deadlift, they were all on the same total at 667. 
And in the order they finished in was the order that they were in at that point as well because of the weight. Mm-hmm. Um, so Christoph went first on the thirds and pulled 276, which put him in the lead uh, by six kilos. Yep. Um, and then Joey was next and he took a seven kilo jump to give him the lead over Christoph. So and bearing in mind, Joey was 50 grams heavier than Christoph, so had to out-total him yeah, so Joey, Yeah, so Joey win. needed to then go to 674 kilos. Um, so he missed a 282 deadlift. It had a little bit of downward movement just above the knee, but he was able to lock it out. But unfortunately, two red lights and no lift. So that meant that Christoph was in second, Joey was locked into third. Sorry, Christoph was in first, Joey was locked into third, and JP came out and pulled for the win. With 286, it was actually quite comfortable, um, and he won with 673 kilos, uh, winning on body weight by yep. 50 grams. So yep. very exciting competition, and that's kind of that's the pinnacle of powerlifting when it comes down to those last few deadlifts, and there's a few guys who can win, and it's all about strategy and trying to just pick up the few kilos, trying to push the others. Mm. I think in this instance, JP really did reap the benefit of having made his last squat and his last bench press. Because on the day, I think both you and I thought he probably could have pulled 300 plus. Um, he was no, he was just on fire. His 286 was a very very easy deadlift um, for what it was. The but the other two were also um, nearly flawless on the day. So Christoph Christoph ended up benching 167 and missing 172. But other than that, he was three for three with not much to spare on squats and three for three with nothing to spare on deadlifts. And likewise, Joey was three for three with zero to spare on squats, squatting 242, three for three on bench press, benching 150. And yeah, you know, he locked out his final deadlift, but missed it on a technicality. So it was really, um, I think JP was in the driver's seat once he had made his six lifts prior to that, you know, and that's the advantage of being a big deadlifter in a group like that. Um, if you are able to keep yourself within touch. So he did very well. Um, I don't have a whole lot more to add on that weight class except for just general congratulations to all of them. We had two people wilksing over 470, so JP with 471.6, um, Christoph with 471.4, obviously because JP only just beat him on body weight, and then Joey with 467. Um, so yeah, very, very strongly contested group by those three. Yep. Hoping next year we'll have the full contingent of 77s, including perhaps Gary Young. Did you see that? No, is he going to cut down? So Gary Young, who won the 85 kilo class in 20, 20, last year, last year last was year. it? 2018? Yeah. yeah, I can't remember what last year was anymore. Um, he won the 85 kilo class and he's posted about a tentative comeback for the under 77 kilo class next year. So that would add another spanner into an already interesting works. That would be huge. It would be another he chef. Totaled, he totaled 715 last year Yeah, at about 81. Yeah, so that could be a truly phenomenal competition as well. Um, anyway, big things to come from the 77s. That was cool. Alex, another number, 1 to 16. Uh, Do you want to know which one? 9 for 9. 9. Um, women's 64 kilo class. Cool. All right. Do you want to take this one away? So the women's 64 is lifted at the same time that I did in the 85. So that was uh, Saturday afternoon, 1.30. Um, we had Tara Gripton way out in front of everyone else with 448 kilo total um, which is just two kilos off her best and just two kilos off the Australian record total which is uh, Shades Aru's total um, so she beat the next best by 59 kilos which was Daniela Treyes, who is coached by me 
Uh, third place was Leanne T, uh, who was only three kilos behind Daniela. Um, and then there's a little bit of a drop down to 365, 354, 349, 337, and 331. So a big bunch of lifters close together between four and eight. So I was coaching Daniela on the day um, on Alex's behalf. And Daniela, so we'll cover Tara quickly at the end because she just blitzed it. But Daniela ended up with a 389 kilo total, as Alex said. She missed her final squat. So she squatted 148, then missed 152 quite narrowly. Um, and then she missed her final bench press also quite narrowly. Um, her close competition, Leanne, who was a very good deadlifter, um, was three for three on squats and then missed two bench presses. She benched 80, then missed 85 twice. So on subtotal, Daniela had a small lead, I believe. Um, uh, six kilo lead, is that correct? Daniela outsquatted her by 12, and then bench was seven. So five. Uh, Daniela's heavy. So sorry, yeah. So yeah, five kilo lead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, going into... Going into deadlifts, Daniela had to yeah outpull her by five, um, and Leanne, no, no, Leanne had to outpull Daniela by five. Sorry, correct. Um, Leanne had to outpull Daniela by five, and Leanne, being the stronger deadlifter, did have did have the ability to change her attempts to win. So Daniela went one forty eight, one sixty one, and then pulled one sixty eight. She did a really good job of that. Showed quite a bit of grind. Um, we chose one sixty eight on the basis of what Leanne had done with her second attempt, which was 170. It looked pretty good, and it looked like she might have had two to three kilos more. Um, her coach put her in for 175, which was a tiny bit more than she would have needed to clinch clinch second, and she did just miss. She, In fact, I think she might have even... is Did she lock it out and miss it on a technicality or something? Yeah, there was down movement towards the top. Yeah, so very, very narrow miss by her. Um, and yeah, you'd... You'd have to think that had she taken 173, she would have successfully lifted it. So it was a very, very close competition between those two. And then rounding out the 64-kilo class, we had... Um, did you mention Sophie, Marion, Constance, Kate, and Edwina? I didn't say any names, but yep. Okay. So I'm not. Uh, do you know who coaches Sophie or Marion? Mm, no. Okay, unfortunately not, but we had totals of 365 and 354 by those two. Constance, who's a lifter from Paragon, coached by Beck Chambers. Um, she Constance didn't quite have the day that she was hoping to have, missing her final bench press and her final two deadlifts. Um, but so she's a very strong lifter. She probably would have leapfrogged up a couple of places had she made them. Um, but an otherwise pretty good showing. So she squatted one forty, bench seventy two, and then unfortunately she went from one thirty seven to one fifty on her deadlifts um, from opener to second, and then missed one fifty seven on her third but you know she would have acquitted herself even better had she been just able to make another attempt yeah that third would have put her in fourth place yeah so so sixth probably not quite reflecting how good of a lifter she is and then i don't know kate but i do know edwina she's coached by jp from the strength fortress um do you know kate okay no i don't know kate um but with 337 and 331 respectively um Back to Tara Gripton, did you go lift by lift what she'd lifted? Uh, no, but I can do that. So okay. she squatted 166, uh, which is one and a half under her best. Um, she benched 82, which I believe is three under her best. Sounds correct. And she deadlifted 200, which is two and a half PB. First ever 200 deadlift in the 64 class in Australia. Uh, Australian record, 
And like I said earlier, only two kilos off the Australian record total. So huge, huge future for Tara. Who's coaching her right now? Maddie. Matt Bartholomew? Yeah. Cool. Because she also might feature in Matt Bartholomew, the movie. I think from post nationals, there was a lot of content being created. How long do we think that'll be? At least forty-five minutes. I was going to say at least an hour. The when I'm going to rag on Matt now because he's <laughs> bugger it. He beat me. I'm spiteful. He's um, beat you. He's better looking. Yeah, <laughs> he's you know got a bigger coaching stable. Who are it looks like winning nationals. Um, in the Matt Bartholomew the movie, you remember it's not called Matt Bartholomew the movie. It's called This Is Matt Bartholomew. You remember that? The YouTube video, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He wears a hoodie and like shadow boxes in Manly. <laughs> Is it in Manly? I'm pretty sure it's in Manly. I'm pretty sure it's like looking down from the cliffs at Queens Cliff, and he's like on the stairs shadow boxing. It's cool. I'm expecting a lot of that in the Nationals video, where like maybe they have reflective voiceovers and things, and then just a bit of shadow boxing from Maddie, and then just utter domination from him and Tara on the platform. Was she nine for nine? Yes, I think so. Yeah. So, um, yeah, jokes aside, an excellent performance and 475 Wilkes points. So, certainly nothing to sniff at. Um, yeah, wait for Matt Bartholomew, the movie, to drop on YouTube very soon to see 18 from 18 made lifts and just, yeah, demolition of all their opposition. Yeah, we'll probably, um, we'll probably get Matt on for a third time to, Why don't to, we review to promo it. it. We'll, we'll do the West Side, not West Side the musical, West Side Story. Um, what's the thing called? West Side vs. the World. West Side vs. the World and Matt Bartholomew, the movie review episodes. B- very different movies. Very different. <laughs> one's all about taking drugs and getting injured and one's about very <laughs> methodical training, looking after your nutrition, working with multiple professionals and going nine for nine all the time. One percenters. One percenters. <laughs> all right, shout out Matt. I'll stop roasting you now. Um, what's the next number between one and 16, Alex? Have I said five? Yes, you did. That was 94s. Have I said four? No. 90, um, so four is the 72 kilo women's class. Now, this is another one with one of Australia's best and most well-known lifters in it. So, taken out by the woman known as Kelly Thor Clark, although she's here as Kelly Fagan. Um, she's had a bit of a layoff, hasn't she? No, she's been competing. <laughs> Do you remember when she last competed? She competed at Paragon earlier this year, year after. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, she so squatted the national record. And then, she, and then she competed at the Expo. No, well, sorry if she I forgot. She competed three times this year now. Okay, well, what did she do before that? Had a bit of a layoff? She did... No, no, she did She did um, World Powerlifting Worlds in October. What about before that? <laughs> Probably heaps more. Cost. Okay, guys, this isn't necessarily a factual podcast, but... Kelly, so, Kelly Clark, um, really solid performance. Again, winning by a mile. Um, and that's no disrespect to her opposition. She's just that good. She squatted 180, benched 91, and deadlifted 200 kilos for 471 at 70 kilos. That's a 468 um, Wilkes point performance. So, really, really solid job by Kelly Clark um, or Kelly Fagan. And then the story of the day in this class to me was the battle for second and third, which was between Isabella Thompson. Um, is she coached by Wilkes? Yeah, she's Melbourne Uni. Yeah, Isabella Thompson, Melbourne Uni, and Steph Lara, who's coached by Matt Bartholomew. Um, so for context, Steph weighed in 50 grams heavier, so 71.95. Isabella was 71.9. And at the end of the day, Isabella was able to pip um, Steph by 11 kilos on the total, but it was certainly a close run thing. 
So Isabella, really strong squatter. squatter. Yeah, so if we look at the subtotal. Let's Actually, jump. that's that's probably the best way let's to do Let's jump it. to subtotal. Isabella's in the lead by 22 kilos in subtotal, mm-hmm. with Steph being a massive deadlifter. So Steph had to out-deadlift Isabella by 23, being mm-hmm. that she was heavier, mm-hmm. to beat her and to win the silver medal. So Isabella came out for 178 on her opener, and it was tough work. Did you see it? Yes. It was tough work. Mm-hmm. Um, so Robert put in 179 for the second. Yep. Um, and she actually didn't come out to it. No, just timed she just it out. she just timed it out and saved her energy for, for the third. Mm-hmm. Um, so Steph came out and made her opener at one eighty five, and then took a sixteen kilo jump to two hundred one, which is exactly what she needed for the lead. So twenty three kilos more than Isabella's opener. So exactly correct attempt selection by Matt at this yep. point. So at this point, uh, Steph's on five thirty two, and Isabella's on five thirty one. Four thirty. Sorry, four thirty two and four thirty one. Mm-hmm. Um, and Robert put in one eighty eight. Because he thought that was just a little bit about round about as much as Steph could do, um, and I th- I gave Is- Isabella absolutely no chance, and she came out and smoked it. Yeah, and I was, that, gave was the, her that was the biggest no surprise. That was the biggest surprise of the meet. Um, and then Steph came out for two eleven, which would be uh, Australian deadlift record, mm-hmm. and it just got stuck just below lockout. She gave it everything; it was good effort, um, and she finished in bronze. Yeah, that was really, really exciting to watch. And the whole crowd certainly appreciated Steph's willingness to go for a 211-kilo deadlift. Um, yeah, you know, so that was that was really classy. It was good stuff. Unfortunately, not enough wheat bix in the tank on that one. What do you think of that, Alex? That I wrote that on my I wrote that on my Instagram post. Not, not enough, enough juice in the tank. About her. About my bench. Oh, okay. Well, not enough wheat bix in the tank. In the bowl. Not enough wheat is in the bowl. I reckon Steph would have pulled 208. What do you reckon? That was my cutoff in my head. Yeah, I said, I think I said 208 as well, mm-hmm. which, you know, obviously would be meaningless number at nationals. It's just, you know, at that point, just a PB. Yes, but as in, had, had Wilkes been just a few kilos more conservative, then I think she would have got it. Um, well, I think if Isabella had missed her third, mm-hmm. Steph would have been locked into second. So I think she would have taken 209, which would have been their record to beat Kelly's record of 208. Yep. So I think, I don't know, Matt can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's probably what they would have done. Well, seems that would like have... The, seems like the smartest choice. I was going to say, that would that seems like the smartest and correct thing to do. Anyway, that was a really good battle between those two. It was really good to watch. Um, I will just... I will mention the numbers that they lifted prior to that. So Isabella squatted 171, benched 82 um, for her opener and actually missed her second and third. Um, Steph went 155 squat, which is a number that I think has eluded her for a couple of meets. Is that correct? And then benched 76 kilos. So, you know, um, obviously very differing strengths as lifters there. And just like in the 77 kilo men's, that makes it really interesting to see them battle it out. Um, there were five other, uh, wow, six other lifters in the class. So coming in at fourth was Hannah Altman. Do you know who coaches her? I don't, but if we look at her list, it's extremely interesting looking at her spread. So she was equal with Steph on squat and actually 27 kilos ahead of Steph on the bench. So she had a 27 kilo lead on Steph as well. So mm. Steph was actually, I think, even behind Charlie Lee too. On subtotal, yeah, she was behind Charlie Lee as well on subtotal. So Steph was actually in fifth on subtotal and, and finished in third. So that just goes to show the um, the power of a big deadlift. Mm. 
Um, yeah, Hannah with a great. So bench. Hannah with the biggest bench of the of the group by by twelve kilos. That's actually massive. Um, and she finished with a one sixty six deadlift for four four twenty four kilos. Um, then Charlie Lee in fifth, and Charlie's out of Apex Powerlifting, coached by um, Anthony or Tyler. I'm not sure. I think Anthony. I was going to say I think Anthony. I think Anthony was handling her. Um, she went one seventy four squat, eighty three bench, and Mister one seventy five deadlift. For that would have been to put her in four thirty two. That would have been to put her in third as well. So that's a, another smart attempt selection by the coaches. Unfortunately, it wasn't there on the day, so she ended up in fifth place. Mm-hmm. Um, then in six was Beck Chambers. You want to talk about Beck? Yep. So Beck, my client, um, started out the day really well. Um, she squatted 145 kilos, which is a competition PB, and um, yep, did it very well. She benched 73 kilos, which is one kilo below her best. So bench was playing up a little bit during prep. So we deliberately went conservative there just to have her six for six. Um, Then on deadlifts, went 162, 172, and very narrowly missed a 180 kilo deadlift. Um, Again, that's a number that's eluded her for a little bit. It was very close. Um, Yeah, whatever. She gave it a very good dig. Can't say much more than that about that. It was, yeah, it's good performance by Beck. Um, she's gunning for a 400 kilo total sometime soon. And, you know, had she maybe benched a couple of kilos more and then deadlifted 178, we would have got there. So not much work left to do for her to hit those next couple of milestones of 180 and 400. But she did a good job. Um, then we had Deb Proud, Jenna Osmond, and Courtney Pascoe. I don't know Deb or Jenna, do you? No, I don't. Okay, um... Well, total 358 and 355, respectively. And then Courtney Pascoe coming in ninth. Courtney from NSPC. Um, anything to add about Courtney's lifting particularly? I, I didn't. I can't say I watched her very closely on the day. No, she missed her last squat very narrowly, made her third bench and made her third deadlift. So good eight for nine day. I'm not sure whether that was any PBs or total PB, but I think she was pretty happy with her performance. And 328 kilos on the total. So good job. All right, Alex, another number between one and 16. Um, seven. Seven is the 105 kilo men's class. Ooh. This is a really good one to talk this about. This is a cracker. Alrighty, 105 kilo men's class. So another class with a number of very, very strong lifters duking it out. Um, in fourth through first, we had Michael Rand, who was up until, I believe, the weekend, the owner of the total record. Is that correct, Alex? Yep. Um, third was Kale Rouston, who um, beat Michael narrowly and has competed internationally. That's correct as well. Yeah, he's moved up from the 93-kilo class um, a couple of years ago. Will Phillips in second, who should have been down in the 95-kilo class. He weighed in at 97.25. And then first was Nikolai Cushing with just a phenomenal performance. Um, Alex, do you want to maybe run through the dynamics of that top four and then we'll talk about the next three who were also pretty solid lifters yeah so the top four just came down to who could make lifts and that's pretty common theme when it comes to close competition whoever makes the most lifts and chooses the right attempts is usually going to be the winner um nikolai was the only one out of the top four to miss a squat and he only took a four kilo jump so he didn't leave a lot on the platform um so after squats uh rand was in the lead with 282 followed by cushing at 280 um, and Will then and Kale, on Kale and Will both on 272. 
Um, I believe that Will jumped to the, in the lead on subtotal. And actually, Craig was in second on subtotal, um, going to deadlift. Mm-hmm. But that didn't last very long. Um, and then it came down to deadlifts. Do you remember the course of action? Because I can't remember it exactly. Oh. A, lot was, a lot was going on. All right. So, first things first, Nikolai Cushing um, opens the heaviest on deadlifts. And I'm pretty sure that from the get-go, he was in first. So he was able to pick his attempts basically to keep himself in first. Um, he opened with a 322-kilogram deadlift, which is just mind-boggling. Um, then in behind him, we had the close competition between Will Phillips, Cal Ralston, and Michael Rand. Will opened with 290, Kale with 295, and Michael Rand with 300. Um, all successfully. Will jumped to 310 kilograms. Um, and I'm... I'm struggling to do the maths on his subtotal, but I believe 310 put him tied with Nikolai. I'm not certain about that. Yes, that would have had... Um, oh, I'm not certain. Um, but he jumped to 310, which I think had him in the lead at that stage. Um, Alex, can you just verify this on subtotal? And then Kale and, um, Kale and Michael coming in behind him um, with 320 kilogram deadlifts. And I believe... After the second attempt deadlifts, that um, that I mean Nikolai was still coming first. He pulled three thirty four, but I think Michael had Michael might have had second, um, Will third, and Kale fourth at that stage. Um, I think. Well, Michael. No, it can't be because Michael went second last on thirds. Yes, Michael went second last, and that would have put him in the lead with seven ninety five over Will before Nikolai had gone yeah so Michael attempted a 331 which was, uh, was the same attempt that he took in the expo yeah but I think he had a bit of a back niggle and he didn't really budget no it didn't move at all um, and then after that Nikolai came out and pulled for the win which, which was actually 5 kilos too heavy yeah or 5 kilos unnecessary mm-hmm. but it didn't matter and he wanted that round 800 kilo total yeah um, to be the first in 105 in Australia, drug tested with 800 kilos, which is really, really awesome. That's a massive total. Yeah. Um, yes, that's correct. So, yeah. Um, and anyway, yeah, then Will was able to pull 320 to secure second and Kale pulling 330 to secure third. So Kale would have needed 335 to jump Will. Mm-hmm. But 330 looked like the right call from uh, from Joey. Yeah, I don't think he had much more there. Yeah, I don't know if 335 would have gone. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And um. Anyway, Nikolai pulled three forty one very comfortably. I believe the word going around was that he'd done something like three twenty five or three thirty for doubles in training. Is that correct? I can't remember exactly. Some somebody said somebody was mentioning Nikolai having done some absurd rep work in training. Anyway, it looked at the end of the day like he won quite comfortably. Um. But there was certainly some very impressive lifting happening between second and fourth. Um, Definitely looked like Nikolai had, you know, 355-ish in yeah. him, which is crazy. Absolutely crazy. And, you know, he's only only 26 this year, so, you know, he's going to be tough to beat in the coming years. Agreed. Um, let's talk about five through seven in this group. So, coming in fifth was Craig Allen, who was unluckily not lifting in the same group as the top four um, because he, on nominations he was considerably weaker than them. Craig's coached by Alex. Um, how'd his day go? 
Yeah, really well. So squat two seventy eight, which was thirteen above his best. Um, and he benched one eighty seven, which was two above his best, and looked like he had another five or seven in him. Um, and after his second deadlift, he was on seven fifty five, which was uh, nineteen kilos above his best total. And we were thinking about whether we put in an attempt to kind of make it hard on the other guys in the other group, but you know, it didn't really matter because they were going to be lifting after, and they could just pick us off anyway. So we put in three hundred for the milestone, and um, he kind of cooked it a bit. I don't think he cooked it terribly. I have to take some blame for Craig missing this lift. I know he listens. I hit him so hard, like so hard on the back before he went out and did it. I'm surprised he didn't die. I slapped him that hard um, because I know he likes to cheer up. And then anyway, he got the bar to his knee. I don't think he cooked it. He was in a good position, but once he got the shakes, it just moved away from him and he was gone. Yeah, I think he, um, I think he was a little too hyped up and kind of forgot to execute and yeah that's okay anyway he finished with 755 with a 542 wilk score which is 452 sorry, sorry, <laughs> 755 total which is a 452 wilk score which is pretty impressive for fifth place so it's some good depth in that class absolutely and then we had um we had dean chen and evan wilkinson rounding out the class with totals of 681 and 665 respectively for 408 and 400 wilks points respectively also some pretty solid lifting by them, but just outclassed by the five who were sitting above them. The last time um, I saw Dean, mm-hmm. he was competing in the same competition as me, and he was supposed to be in the 83 class, yep. and he missed weight. I think he weighed in at 84 or something. Anyway, he weighed in at 103.65. That's some serious two-year bulking. Yeah, big respect. Um, Shout sh- out, Dean. We should also mention while we're touching on this class that Will Phillips um, was the first person at this point to have surpassed JP and Christoph Ang's Wil- um, Wilkes score. So he suddenly jumped into best male, best male lifter position. Um, and then Nikolai also, I think, just pipped them by the end there. But, but yeah, Will Phillips at this point was your best male lifter. Um, Alex, do you want to pick another number? Uh, have we done 10? No, 10 is the men's 69 kilo division. The Carl DeFalco division. Yeah. This is his fourth year in a row winning this class. It's got to be, yeah, it'd have to be coming up on that. So he weighed in at sixty nine on the nose, mm-hmm. which is very standard for him. Yep, I think last year was sixty eight nine five. Yeah, so he's always right around the money. Um, so he's from JPS and he's also a bodybuilder. I think he's the president of the ICN in Victoria. Is he now? I think so. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. So um, when we were looking at the scoreboard, it was sort of between. Carl and Ross, who on openers was 210, 212, 117, 110, 227, 225. So within 10 kilos on openers, which was pretty cool because Carl's never really been challenged uh, before since, well, since JP went up from 66 class. Um, Carl hasn't been challenged in a while. So it was good to see um, Ross giving Carl a bit of a challenge, but unfortunately he bombed on bench because his... um, Elbow went numb. I think he was getting some nerve pain and he couldn't actually get his opener. He so couldn't he actually, straighten his arm, I think. Yeah, so he passed his third um, and then he went on to do deadlifts, but he didn't. unfortunately didn't get a total. So Carl was left with 622 kilos and 471 Wilk score, um, which was 71 kilos ahead of second place. So we'll quickly run through second through fourth. 
So second was Frank Lospardo. Do you know who coaches Frank? He used to be at the Fortress, but I think he's... I don't know. He's in Victoria somewhere, but he's a little bit too far away from the fort. JP said he couldn't get to the gym anymore. Right. Well, he squatted 190, missed 192, so didn't leave much on the platform there. Bench 127, which is good, and deadlifted 234 for 551. Um, Good job. Jake Bryant. um, Jake's from New South Wales, isn't he? I know Jake listens to the show, Alex. I don't know where he's from. I think he's coached by Joey online. He's online. online. He's He's not in New South Wales. Okay, but he's coached by Joey I think he's Queensland. that's correct. Yeah, that's correct. I yeah. think he's from Queensland. Joey Zingini, we're talking about. Um, so Jake missed his opening squat, um, but then went up to... So he missed 187, I think, on depth. Went to 195, ended up squatting 202. So great job. Benched 135, also a great job. And then just narrowly missed a 220-kilo deadlift. So he pulled 213 in the end. Total 550. Um, and... He came in very light, so yeah, he was having some. Um, he was got a bit stressed before the comp. He put this on Instagram. I was just reading it later uh, earlier today. Mm. He got a bit stressed before the comp and um, lost a bunch of weight, which affected his his squat and his bench. I think he was actually. I think he actually benched one forty in training. Oh wow! Which would have been a lot more than anyone else. So he would have been probably closer to second place had he sort of kept a bit of weight on and. Well, Put Frank, up a couple more kilos through um, the squat and the bench. Frank pulled 234 to beat him by one kilo and take second. So, mm. so yeah, anyway, it was a pretty solid performance by Jake in spite of that. And then we had Jerome Candless. So, I actually, I coached G on the day. Um, he's a he's an online client of Amir Fazeli from Adonis. Um, episode two, shout out. Episode two. He, he missed his opening squat on depth. Um but we took him up five kilos because the strength was easily there. He made that look really good. Um, we went up another five kilos, and he missed that one on depth as well. Um, so that's unfortunate. That's just a consistency thing. He benched 113 kilos, did a great job of it, and he deadlifted 205 kilos as well for a 503-kilo total. Um, so that was a good job by Jay. Um, he came fourth, but the lifters around him were just very classy. So I think he did well. Anything to add on that? None, that's it. Let's go to the next one. Okay, pick a number. Um, do you want to know the numbers of the left? Yep. You have 8, 3, 12, 13, 15. 15. 100-kilo-plus women. Cool. All right, all right, all right. So for the second year in a row, your 100-plus champion is Bria Dijon from NSPC. So she still isn't 18 years old, which is mind-blowing. Mm. She squatted 211. Also mind-blowing. Bench 105 and deleted 190 for her first ever 500 kilo total. So it was 506 kilos um, and 408 Wilkes points. She was actually 132 kilos ahead of second place, which is crazy. So she's kind of in a league of her own in the 100 plus class. So congratulations to Bria for winning nationals two years in a row. Um, In second place was Hannah Dempsey from Paragon. So this is her first nationals, and um, she had a seven out of nine day, only missing her first squat on depth and her last bench press. So didn't leave a lot of kilos on the platform. So a three seventy eight total. I'm not sure um, how that is as far as PBs go, but I'm sure it's well above what she's done in the past. And just behind her was Brochelle. Do you know Brochelle? No, I don't. I can't say who coaches her either. Um, she went 155, 75, and 140, and also a 7 for 9 day. 
uh, just ki- finishing eight kilos behind Hannah. Right, so it's pretty well contested between second and third there, but Bria just absolutely outclassing everybody. Um, pick another number. 13, did we say 13? Yeah, unlucky 13, but it's the 120 kilo men's class. Okay. Also known as the Cameron McKenzie class. Yeah, Cameron McKenzie Memorial Trophy here. Um, so Cam won this class by a country mile. He weighed in at 119.95 kilos, so on the dot. Totaled 853 kilos. He got 490 Wilkes points for his time, which made him the best male lifter on the weekend. Congratulations, Cam. Um, he squatted 318. I didn't see his squat. Um, how was it? It was very cruisy. All of his thirds were actually quite comfortable. Yeah. I think he was kind of just doing what he needed to win best lifter and then go home. Well, that's <laughs> that's fair enough. Um, very, very talented. There was two lifters in this class and... Um, the second lifter, Matt Martino, was not quite of Cam's caliber, which isn't to say he was a bad lifter at all. But yeah, Matt, I'm um, sorry, Cameron with 318, benched 190, and deadlifted 345. Um, 190 and 345 aren't even close to his best on the platform either. I think his best are 327.5, 207.5, and 363. Yeah, so. And his best total is 888. So still 35 kilos below Cameron's best total, but I don't think he's been prioritizing training lately at all well he certainly prioritized it enough to win best lifter and he smashed his class cam was lifting in the same group as the 105 kilo lifters so he was obviously able to change that final deadlift to take him above will phillips on um on wilkes points um will remembering he got 488 wilkes points so cam just put in 345 because that's exactly what he needed to beat him. Um, so anyway, quick rundown of Matt Martino, who came second. He squatted 240, benched 165, deadlifted 270, 675 kilo total, 393 Wilkes points. Um, he was 9 for 9, so that's a very good showing from him. But yeah, like we said, Cam McKenzie in a league of his own in that class. Well done, Cam. Um, okay, Alex, the numbers that you have left are 14, 8, 3, and 12. 3. Okay, three is the 84-kilo women's class. 84-kilo women's class. Okay, I'm going to take it away. Our girl, Yanni. So you guys might have listened to the episode with Yanni. Excellent episode, which talks about her battle with cancer. Back at Nationals, winning it. She came first, and she came first very convincingly. Yanni totaled 485 kilos. She was competing at the same time as me, so I was stoked to see her there. 485 kilos, 434 Wilkes points. She squatted 190, benched 109, and deadlifted 186 kilos. Um, Nine for nine day. She trains at Melbourne Uni, did a really good job. Um, Yeah, shout out Yanni. Yeah, also Yanni's first comp pulling sumo. Oh, is she pulling sumo? Yeah. Okay, Mm. I retract my well done. Uh, (laughs) But but a very solid performance. Um, Coming in second was Natalie Chu. Do you know where Natalie trains? She's also from Melbourne Uni, so she won last year. Okay. Um, so she squatted 173, missed a 4-kilo jump, um, benched 88 and deadlifted 190. Yep. So she had the biggest deadlift of the weight class for 451 total and 402 points. Okay, and then extremely closely behind her, we had, I'm going to butcher this name, but it's... Ensley. Ensley? Yeah. Okay, Ensley Happer. Um, who squatted 180, benched 90, deadlifted 180. She totaled 450, and she missed a 183-kilo deadlift. 
Um, she obviously had to pull before Natalie because Natalie missed a 200 deadlift. She missed 183, which would have at the time leapfrogged her into second. She got 402.9 Wilkes points. So she actually did better than Natalie on Wilkes, but was one kilo less on total. So came in third. Um, she was seven for nine. Who coaches her? Do you know? Uh, Tom Willoughby. Okay, cool. Tom Willoughby. Um, shout out Tom. I wonder if he listens to the show. Not sure? Not sure. All right. And then coming in fourth was Alicia Wilson. Um, Alicia a little bit behind, second and third. She squatted 156, benched 77, and deadlifted 160. Um, so for a 393 kilo total. Do you know who coaches Alicia? I don't. Okay. Um, well, anyway, shout out to her. Pretty solid performance. Missed her second squat and then made it on her third. Missed her second bench and then made it on her third. But then, unfortunately, it was one for three on deadlifts. So it looks like she's still got a little bit of juice left in the Wheat Bix container there. Um, Needs to add some milk to her Wheat Bix. Maybe yeah. some sugar. <laughs> bit of milk and sugar and she'll be totally more next year. Okay, three numbers are left, Alex. We've got eight, 12, and 14. Let's go 12. 100 kilo women's class. When's my class, man? It's one of... The oh, I didn't show. write a number down for you. Whoops. <laughs> I'm sick of hearing about you. You're going to be like... This, this guy came first, this guy came second, and this guy came fourth. And <laughs> All right, let's talk about the 100 kilo women's while we're here because this was one of my favorite classes to watch. Coming in first was Nolene Kingy. Um, Nolene, she won nationals last year as well, didn't she? She did, yep. Um, smacked it. She totaled 508 kilos. She went 192 on the squat, 110 on the bench, and then she deadlifted 206 and jumped to 220 on her third. And didn't miss it by much. God, it was close. It was very, very... She's missed 220 like four times now, and they've all been so close. Very, very close. Um, she wasn't able to lock her knees at the top of her deadlift, so her knees started to slacken as she was trying to like kind of roll her hips under the bar. Um, wasn't able to straighten her knees, so unfortunately just wasn't able to finish it, but it was achingly close. Um Obviously inconsequential because she won the class by 78 kilos on the total, but my heart went out to her. Um, this is um, her first comp back since shoulder surgery. Oh, really? And also she, um, I think she tore her calf like three weeks out Ugh. and she like was unable to walk, but she still was able to squat and deadlift, which is crazy. That is crazy. And she put up a Australian record total mm-hmm. um, and narrowly missed Australian record deadlift. And was only four kilos off Australian record bench. So extremely, extremely, extremely good lifter. Um, hoping she can put together a total that's like reflective of what she's capable of soon. Because I think, you know, we'll be looking at 520, 530, which is big. Yeah, extraordinary. Um, coming in second was Mia Kate Beachley. Um, do you know who coaches Mia? Yeah, she's Melbourne Uni as well. Okay, so Nolene's Melbourne Uni, right? Yep. Yep. So another Melbourne Uni lifter. 170 on the squat, 79 bench, 181 deadlift for a 430 kilo total. Nine for nine, very solid day. And then coming in third was Dinah Jones. Um, Dinah's NSPC? Yep. Yep. She squatted 160, bench 66, and deadlifted 183. She missed 192. I actually remember seeing her third deadlift as well, and it was pretty close. Yeah. Um, so pretty solid day from Dinah. Well done. Um, again, Good day, but she's just behind Nolene and Mia, um, or Mia Kate. Is it? It's Mia Kate. Mia Kate. Um, yeah, so very close day. All right, Alex, two final numbers to choose from, eight or 14? Eight. 
It's the 120 plus kilo men's class. You're last. Did you check my piece of paper during the break? I would have wanted to go for I want to get mine away and done with. As if. You want to talk about you for as long as I we can really, stretch this podcast out. I really out. don't want to talk about me. Okay, well, I'm happy to talk about you. Um, how much of a disgrace please, you are. Please but say nice things. But first, we've got the 120 plus kilo men's class. We had three competitors this year. Um, one by Josh Pataka. Alex, who coaches Josh? Josh. I'm not actually sure. I thought he was Melbourne Uni, but I'm not sure. I don't know. He used to be at Melbourne Uni, but I think he might actually be um, from Apex. So okay. Krishna and Tyler, but I'm not sure. Okay. Well, either way. If you listen to the show, Josh, please let us know where you train. Yeah, let me know. Alex is probably just going to try and snake you from your current coach. I yeah. want some champions. That's his, yeah, that's his way in. He goes, oh, it's so good that you won. If you came with me, you could literally come zero. That's how much more you could win with me. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, so last year's reigning champion, Tony Rymouth, was not there this year. So mm-hmm. he would have smoked everyone by over 100 kilos if he was there. True. But Josh could only beat who was there. Also true. And who else was there? Um, we, we had, had Dave Napper, Brisbane North Barbell. Mm-hmm. And Daniel Reardon, who trains Daniel? Very familiar name. I'm going to look him up on Instagram while we talk. What did Josh lift? So Josh squatted 290, which put him second after squats. He benched 203, which was quite a lot more than the other two guys who both benched 178. So Josh was in the lead on subtotal, and he had the biggest deadlift of 320. So he actually won quite convincingly by 40 kilos um, with 543 Wilkes points. Um, second place was Dave, who had the biggest squat. Dave Napper from Brisbane North Barbell. Uh, he squatted 295. He benched 178, and he deleted 300 for 773 kilos. Um, can you help me with this math here, Will? Yeah, what I are we talking think about? Daniel Reardon attempted a deadlift for silver. 17 kilos. Yeah, he did. So Daniel Reardon squatted 284. He missed 295. He benched 178 and he deadlifted 295 and he attempted 312, which would have given him a 774 total, which would have given him a silver medal, but he unfortunately missed. So I'm just having... a very close competition between Daniel and Dave for silver. And congratulations to uh, super heavyweight champ Josh Pataka. I'm just having a Pataka the attacker, as Jamie called him on the commentary. I liked that. Rubbish. (laughs) I thought that was funny. Um, Just looking at Daniel's posts... Um, he's talking about having run a program from Cagliari Barbell um, a couple of times this year and training at Raw Strength Taz. Um, nice from Tazzy. Yeah, so Tasmanian lifter. That's pretty cool. Um, but I don't know that he actually uh, has a coach. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, good job, cool. Daniel, as well as nice, well-contested class. Okay. The final weight class. Alex, do you want to pick the number? What's the number? It's 14. 14, Will. Yeah. Um, 14 is the 85 kilo men's class, which Ew. was boring. Uh, <laughs> so if you guys want to skip it, you can. <laughs> um, the winner of the 85 kilo class was a surprise to me. Was it a surprise to you? No, I picked Ben before um, someone asked me when I did a questions thing on Instagram and I picked Ben to win the 85s. But then a couple of weeks later, I actually changed my opinion and I thought Jacob would win. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacob Skeppis. Jacob Skeppis, who came in second. Um, just because Jacob's prep seemed to be going really well and Ben had a couple of hiccups. Yeah. Um, but if we look at the score sheet, we see that Ben made nine lifts and Jacob only made six lifts. 
Is that right? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's so correct. So that's the real difference there. Um, Jacob missing two squats and a final deadlift, which was a bit of a Hail Mary for the win at the end. Yep. Um, Big respect for going for it. I like that. Yeah. I mean, he came to win and he, he put it all online and went for it. So you have to respect that. So just a quick rundown for the people who haven't seen this competition. So Ben, last year he came second yep. behind, um, behind Gary Young, who we've spoken about. Jacob, so Ben trains... I don't actually know what the name of his gym it's is. It's called Ben's Army. It is. He owns in, a gym. In Ballarat, yeah. yeah. Um, Ben's Army in Ballarat. He's coached by JP. Um, Jacob Skeppis of JPS, which stands for Jacob Patrick or something. Philip Skeppis, um, in case you didn't know. So Jacob, the poster child of JPS, very evidence-based man. Uh, he Jacob's updates leading into the meet on Instagram were very, very impressive. I think they featured a 255 or 260 kilo squat single. I think it was 250. 250? But I might be wrong. I feel like he squatted something north of that, but extremely comfortable squat singles in the 250 plus range. Um, you know, looking just super strong. And to me, I was thinking if he could make two or three squats, he'd probably be untouchable. Unfortunately, Though on the day, he wasn't quite able to do it. He squatted a 245-kilo opener, then missed 258 twice. Um, and they were both on strength, weren't they? I actually didn't see. I, th- I think he actually wasn't able to stand up with them. Um, so that's a shame for Jacob because his meat was his prep was going very well. Now, Ben, I had penciled in as able to beat Jacob if he made all his lifts and Jacob didn't. Ben, a slightly weaker squatter on paper was able to squat 259, so that gave him a 14-kilo buffer um, above Jacob. Yeah, and after... Um, so, JP actually put in 261 for Ben's final squat mm-hmm. after his second. But we haven't actually mentioned this yet, but we've <coughs> there's new rules now which allow you to change every attempt yeah, up until once. the bar's loaded once. Um, and the, the last deadlift is still two changes. So, Jacob, JP actually brought Ben's uh, third squat down by two just to ensure he made it because um, Jacob had missed. Mm-hmm. So that's smart from um, from JP leading, leaving Ben with a 14 kilo lead on squat. Now we got to mention as well that Ben had suffered a, was it a hamstring tear or an adductor tear? Hamstring tear, yeah. A hamstring tear, a, like a number of months out, but but he was coming back from that. So there was, and he actually did that squatting, didn't he? No, he was, dude, he was... Um, Running a daddy-daughter race at his daughter's daycare or something. <laughs> That's even worse. Or a kindergarten or something. Um, but it had been troubling him squatting. Am I correct in that? No, it was troubling him deadlifting. Oh, well, that makes more sense if it was a hamstring. Okay, so I got that story extremely wrong. But point is, he was coming back from injury. So it was a bit of a tentative prospect. He made 259, gives him a 14-kilo buffer. Ben is also a stronger bench presser than Jacob, which we knew. But we thought that difference would be basically ameliorated by... Jacob's supposedly strong squat. So Ben bench 178. I think his best is 180. Is that correct? Yeah, but that was in a bench only meet. Right. So I think his best is 177.5 or 175 in a three lift. Right. So that was a PB. Jacob went three for three on bench with 162. So he did the right things there. Um, but with that lead on subtotal, Ben was looking pretty much unassailable. Um, going into deadlifts, his best deadlift in the comp is what, 277? 275. 275. Um, and I feel like JP said he pulled 280 in the gym. So he ended up basically just being able to space his space his attempts um, by enough to make Jacob pull something unpullable. He went 240, 260, and then 265, knowing that Jacob had to outpull him by 30 kilos to win. 
Jacob went 255, 275, just waiting to see what it would need or what it would take and went for the 295 kilo deadlift after that for the win, wasn't able to make it. He actually got it moving, didn't he? Yeah, he got just below the knee and then he kind of like his legs are pretty much straight at that point. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Jacob not quite able to close the gap. Um, could have been a different story had he gotten two or three squats on the board, so that's a shame, but it was a really good contest to watch and very well-deserved by Ben. He trains very hard, so well done. Anyway, that's the interesting part of this weight class done. For the much more boring part of this weight class, we have Alex Hayes in at third. Um, Alex Hayes trained by John Paul Kauke, um, coached by Will Berkman on the day. Essentially coached by JP on the day And, J- as well. and JP, yeah. yeah um, I was there. I was present. So I'm going to take most of the credit for this. Um, Alex squatting 239 really nicely. Um, missing his third bench. He smoked 149 and then missed 153. Um, and then finally breaking the 280 kilo barrier on his deadlift. Congratulations, Ooh. Alex, um, with a really nice 280 pull on the dot. So 668 kilo total, 441 Wilkes points. Well done. I was just looking at the score um, the score sheet here. Yeah. And Benny Adams, who finished fourth, actually had his third deadlift in at 290, in which case I missed and he was going to pull for bronze. Really? Yeah. Cool. Um, but I made and then he dropped to 284. Um, and Which he actually missed. locked it out, but there was a little bobble about three quarters of the way up. He kind of lost his balance a little bit. Is Ben trained by Matt Bartholomew? No, he was trained by Matt. He's now trained by Dean Storm, which is um, Jess's, Jess's coach. coach. Yeah. yeah. So Ben Adams, um, yeah, squatted 220, bench 151, missed 155, deadlifted 272, missed 284 in the end um, for a 643 kilo total, so pretty solid. And then rounding out the group, we have Michael Elms, who helps at every competition. This is disgusting trivia. He offered me food out the back of the competition. You have one guess as to what food it was. Yeah, it was mussels. Mussels. Like like as in oystery mussel things. Disgusting. He was eating them cold out of a tub in the back room. Terrible. Revolting. He also cut like seven kilos that with a week of comp. Why the F? I'm going to try and swear less on this podcast so we can make it more commercially um, viable. Why the fuck... <laughs> would you eat mussels in the back of a comp? That was gross. Anyway. I don't know, um, because they're salty. Fuck, I don't know. Drink. Yeah, so quick story about Mike. He moved to Sydney recently for work, and he's been doing scaffolding work like 10 hours in the sun every day. Really? Okay. In Sydney. Yep. Um, and he's been going through the classic Wilk cycle of very difficult three-by-fives. Mm-hmm. And he was eating like 5,000 calories a day just to get through work and through training. And he ended up at like 92 kilos on Monday <laughs> having um, planned to compete on the Saturday. Yep. And yeah, he made it. He made weight 84.95 and um, he lost a lot of kilos in the sauna. Right. Well, big, like he lost some kilos off the bar in the sauna. Well, big respect. He totaled 581. Um, he deadlifted exactly what he had to deadlift to beat Jackson Cooper, who came in sixth and totaled 580. So Jackson going 200, 140, 240. Um, so Michael Elms actually missed a 250 kilo deadlift on his second and then took it again on his third to beat Jackson by one kilo. And then rounding out the group, we had Tim Douglas, who squatted 171, benched 106, and deadlifted 203 for a 480 kilo total. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a wrap of nationals. Um, we should probably mention who won best teams and things. Yeah, so best female team was Melbourne Uni for like the 
millionth year in a row. Yeah, and you can and, tell why based on the stories we just told. Yeah, and uh, best male team was JPS. And JPS only actually had three lifters, and they had two first and a second, and that was enough. Yeah, well, fair enough. Um, good job to those two. Best female lifter was Jess Selstenko, like we said. Best male lifter was Cam McKenzie. Should we say second and third for best lifters as well? So I think... We've already said second best female lifter was Liz Craven. And third was Wendy. Wendy. And then second best male lifter was um, Will Phillips. Third might have been Nicola. It was Nicola, yeah. yeah. With um, 479. 479. So very impressive weekend of lifting by them. Oh, and um, there was a bench-only competition as well. Yeah, but fuck but, that. Yeah, eh? like that, that'll do. That's enough on that. No, well, let's just literally just mention the results. So bench press only. Were, there was men's bench press only. We had three in the 77s. Ron Sito, who definitely listens to the podcast, Isha Singh and Nam Fan. Um, so Ron won none of them squatted anything because <laughs> it was Ron, bench only. Ron Ooh. won with 158. Second place was Isha with 150 and then Nam Fan with 140. Yeah, we had Matt Mackay as a 94 bench only. Bench 165, missed 173 twice. 105s, we had Sam Hall benched 190. Um, and then, very impressively, we had, is it said Sane? Sane. Sane. Fatoa. Fatoa in the 120-plus kilo class. Benched 227, 235, and then missed 240. Um, so that was pretty impressive. So he actually tore his Achilles. Really? Um, playing basketball. Really? A few weeks ago. Okay. And he still turned up and benched bench 235, which All is right. crazy. Then in the women's bench only, 64-kilo um, class, we had... I want to say K-Shot Tannis. That Nathan Tannis' sister, isn't it? Yes. Okay, Nathan, who's gone to the dark side APU. So Nathan, jokes aside, Nathan's, I would, you could very strongly argue the best powerlifter in Australia right now, um, or at least very close um, in the under 83 kilo division, you know, 300 plus squatter, something bencher, 300-ish deadlifter, just very, very good lifter. Um, so his sister... Keisha or Keisha? What is it? Keisha? I'm not, I'm not too sure. I think Keisha. Um, bench 65, so good job. Um, good to see her competing. If she's got anything like the talent of her brother, she'll be incredible. We had Hannah Altman, who you'll remember also competed in the 72-kilo division three lift. Turned up the next day, benched 100, bench only, to take home that. Um, missed 106. And then in the 84-kilo women's class, we had Ning Chen and Kay Mercer. Um, who benched 169 respectively, so Ning taking that one home. And that is a wrap of bench only, done very quickly. Um, anything more to say? Um, I think we should mention the lifters who weren't able to make it and who would have been sort of vying for a medal or a position. Well, so, we've, we've done that for the 77s very comprehensively. So, okay, what are the other way class? So, 62, honourable mention, Raymond Wong. Mm-hmm. He's won nationals like four times. Yep. He wasn't there to defend his crown. Um, 58, Jules Nanetti, no show. She's playing, she's playing footy. Good for her. I hear the comeback is on the cards. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't listen. Um, Selena Wilkie lost his 72 kilo winner. Yeah. And also Su- Susanna Ionella, not, uh, not lifting in 72s. Um, who else? Who are we missing? Uh, that's all I can recall. 85, Gary Young. Yep. Last year's champ. 94, Hung Fan, last year's champ, as well as third place, Koi, and fourth place, Jason Clark. Not uh, not there. As well as Trent Ross, who was the 94 junior champ, has the 94 
total record uh, in the juniors. Yep. And I believe the open deadlift record. Yeah. Well, it would have been a shame for all those other 94s to turn up and have to place third onwards behind me. <laughs> um, all right. I don't have much more to uh, add. And Tony Rymouth. Tony Rymouth, of course. And Anthony Krisner. Oh, and Krisner. Who's cutting to 105. He's yeah, going to be so skinny. It's such a shame that He's Krisner... running another inferior Australian powerlifting podcast these days, the Apex Strength Cast. What's it called? Apex Strength Cast. Yeah, Cost. never heard of yeah. it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so right. it's a bit of a shame that Krisner didn't compete because I'd like to see Cam have a have some competition once in a while. Yeah, I think next year we might see it. The shredded, unrecognisable Anthony Krisner versus Cam McKenzie. Do you reckon Cam will cut to 105 with him? Uh, no. Let's message him. No, definitely Way. not. All right. He's too tall. He is. No, he used to do bodybuilding. He could get that little if he wanted to. All right. That's it for this week of Weekly Weights. Next week's episode is with Jess... <laughs> Zukowski. 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 Um, who is one of Australia's best powerlifters who competes in... Is it GPC or GPA? GPC, Pro Raw. Big dogs. Not big dogs. Well, it's going to be... Wildcats? Wildcats, yeah. Here, wait for that Weekly Weights exclusive. Wildcats everywhere. Coming soon. That was a high school musical reference. Remember that? I don't think I've seen high school musical. Oh, weird. All right. So anyway, Jess is joining us next week. Great episode. Tune in for that. Peace out. Peace.